Life is hard. But it could be worse. Life is hard. But it could be worse. Oh my gosh. Life my gosh. 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 I have like, not. This is like. Well, let me just say. So I, um, I like hustled to make supper and eat it while it was too hot to even eat. So I could get out on the water early enough that I could make this trip and still get back before it got too dark, which I didn't manage to do. I actually ended up arriving home at 10 minutes after 10, and we're recording at 10.30. 9.30, but it's all right. Well, my time. Okay. Um, and anyways, so I get home, I'm wet, and, you know, I got to bring the dog in and take care of things, and, and I, anyway, I just got... I got myself a cup of tea and I sat down to do this podcast. So, like, it's just mm, been, uh, it's just been like, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, tonight. And um, I'm sorry. It's okay. It's all good. I mean, actually, it was a pretty beautiful I could have given you water. more time to get ready. I didn't know any of this. But okay. no, no, I don't think that's the problem. I mean, when we get done with this podcast, I'm, I'm going to have to do dishes and <laughs> wow. walk the dog. And <clears throat> wow. Probably, uh, and if you. Listeners can donate to Patreon so Doug can pay somebody to do the dishes and walk the dog. That would be great. Yeah. Just, otherwise, just otherwise, I had a great time out on the water. So, so we got out there. Um, you know, a friend of mine went kayaking, and I think we hit the water around six thirty, seven o'clock ish p.m. And uh, you know, the sun goes down at eight thirty, so had off like an hour and a half before sundown. We paddled out until eh, sometime after eight and then paddled back mostly in the dark and it was you know not a bad paddle to do in the dark it wasn't a big deal um but like i said we got back a little late i was hoping the plan was to be back at the takeout at 9 p.m and we ended up arriving like 9 30 so that's what kind of pushed everything back a little any alligators no, no gators, no piranhas, no nothing. Lost wallets, I got briar a, patches. I got a tick. No lost wallets, no uh. lost phones. Everything was pretty sedate. Um, got some pretty pictures. Well, that's good. Yeah. I like pretty pictures. We need, the world needs pretty pictures. <laughs> yeah. yeah. More than ever. Yeah. Well, they're not because that. Because all kinds of crazy stuff is happening. They're not that pretty, but it would be uh, probably a good idea to print some of your favorite pictures because, uh, you know, when the power goes off forever, it's going to be hard to pull them up on your computer. It'll be hard to see them, too. Yeah. Because the sun will go out. No, no, no. Speaking of that... uh, The sun is plugged in, actually. Did you know that? That's what the black hole is. The sun is plugged in? Mm-hmm. The black hole is the outlet. Oh, I see. And kind we are all living in the wire. Kind of a little yin and a yang. So um, I have no idea what I'm talking about. No, you don't, but it's okay. <laughs> I was just listening today that uh, that the reason Texas hasn't had a grid failure with this heat wave they're in the middle of is because of all the solar power they have. They have a whole ton of uh, solar and wind, but a well, lot of solar. Good. And and the the funny thing about solar power is, 
it's hot when the sun is shining and that's when you get the most power. So, you know, when you need the most power for air conditioning is when you're getting the most power. So it's kind of a it's kind of a win-win there. Yeah, pretty smart. So that uh so there's crazy weather things happening. There's that dome, heat dome over Texas and all the way up into here almost where I am. And then the Canadian wildfires are making all this haze and crap everywhere. I was thinking proof Can't of... Can't go outside. <clears throat> proof of climate change is uh, is that song from the 70s, It Never Rains in California. Right. Are, are there... Only warn you. Are there still deniers, really? Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. Like, these things are just getting out of control. All this stuff, you know? Well, the problem with the deniers is that they their denial is empirical, right? They believe that it's simply impossible for us as people to impact the climate of God's great earth. So, even, the, even if you get, just get the cause out of the way, just at least admit that it's happening. Well, they might admit that the climate is changing, but they claim it's natural variability. Well, regardless, it's going to cause a lot of pain and suffering and damage. <laughs> I mean, they're not wrong. The climate Maybe it's is, natural, but it's going to hurt. The climate has been changing throughout history, but if we were in a natural cycle right now, if we were allowing the climate to do what it would normally do based on previous cycles in history, um, we would be in a cooling cycle. So imagine how hot it would be if we were in a natural warming cycle and combine that with what we're doing now. Cue the Buster Poindexter button. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that which one Feeling that is. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Yeah, oh, we'd be toast. I mean, it just would be Feeling ridiculous. Hot, hot. Yeah. I mean, as it is, trees are dying, you know, pests are moving. Everything is just totally out of whack. And uh, anybody who you know, can't see that is just trying not to. Yeah, well, I see it, and it's kind of scary. But the other problem with um, with climate change, and if you're if you're a devout Christian, is that if you remember the covenant, the ark, ark of the covenant, the famous ark that the we're when they found searching. in Raiders of the Lost. Well, ark. the one that we're supposedly we looking for. The guys. Faces. Yes. It's it's a legend, right? But it's it's from the Bible. the The uh, deal was after after God <clears throat> drowned everybody um, except Noah, right? God mm. God made a covenant. He said Noah, right? Oh, okay. God made a covenant with man that he would never flood the earth again. So when we talk about this massive flooding that's going to come from glacial melt and the Arctic melting and all that, um, people go, no, that can't happen because God promised. So there's there's the other part of the denial. It's just well, he did. I mean, they're not wrong. He did promise. He said, yeah. Well, I think I think in order to hold him to his promise, you're going to have to find him. <laughs> well, you'll get to meet him. It's like when At your least. uncle, when your uncle Phil, you know, promised you that he was going to give you his Corvette when he, you know, when, when when you graduated from high school, and then you can't find your uncle Phil, and everybody's like, "That was your imaginary uncle," and you're like, 
I imagined him, and they're like, yeah, you never had an Uncle Phil. He's just he's just a figment of your imagination. Mm. You knew it was too good to be true all along. Come on. You there was it. just an emptiness inside you, and you had to fill it. Yes. Well, you I mean, Uncle Phil, it man created God in his own image. It's that fucking simple. You know, why would God be angry? Why would God be jealous? Why would God be petty? Why would he toy with people? Why would he make deals with with Satan and, and you know where where men were pawns in his deals? I mean, all these things are in the Bible. They're in there because. We created God in our own image. It's that fucking simple. There's no other explanation for why God seems to be MIA. But, you know. Well, God or no, Mother Nature is uh, making me nervous. As she should be. But on the God topic, I don't know if you ever heard of the Alliance Defending Freedom. No. It is an organization that kind of scares the hell out of me because... They're gaining traction all over the country. They're opening churches and creating institutions and stuff to to basically promote their agenda of it's it, the name is a euphemism because what they want is they want the United States to be a theocracy. They want us to be governed by biblical principles. Mm. Which, That's interesting. Which okay. means alliance defending freedom is bullshit. They have no interest in freedom. They only have interest in control. Because the Bible, you know, religion, organized religion is about control. You can you can have your, you know, I walk out in the morning and I sense God all around me. That thing is not organized religion. That's that's your biological instinct to feel like you're small and that the and that nature is beautiful. That's all fine. Organized anything is about control. Well, yeah, that's the point of organization, right? (laughs) Exactly. Companies. Yeah. 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 I mean, the whole point is like here, we're going to organize this. We're going to make it structured and we expect. Everybody's going to do it this way. And yes, that system. You will conform. Um, Which reminds me of another thing uh, that's been in the news a lot lately. It's been trending. We're a little late on this one because it was like last week, but uh Prigozhin, or however you pronounce his name, the leader of the Wagner Group that's been fighting for Russia in uh, in Ukraine. Okay, they're a, they're a, a mercenary group, and uh, he's the guy who recruited like fifty thousand people from the prisons in Russia to to fight for him, and, and they've been actually the ones making. Well, it's kind of hard to know what's going on out there on the front lines, but they take a lot of credit for all the progress that's being made um, on the front lines, you know, and being the most aggressive and most motivated fighters versus the regular Russian army, which tends to be abandoning their posts and not fighting very enthusiastically because they don't want to be there and they don't see the point. But the the Wagner group, um, the leader got got pissed off because, well, first he's been whining a lot for a long time about not being supplied well, you know, not being treated like the normal Russian troops. His guys sometimes, according to him, have to, you know, operate with less ammunition and and they're not getting, you know, they're not getting the, the, the supplies they should be getting in order to keep fighting. 
But uh, but recently he claims that they were literally attacked by the Russians, by their own people, basically, with a rocket attack that killed like a thousand of his men. On purpose or like yeah, on friendly purpose. fire accident? Well, I mean, okay, allegedly on purpose, right? So we don't, I mean, nobody knows if this even happened. This is all... This is all happening behind the front lines. You know, the only people we have to rely on for information are the people who are reporting it. So, but that was what he claimed, right? He claimed that, that he had, he had been attacked because he pissed off these Russian commanders, which he has. That's, that's legit. He's has pissed off a lot of people. Um, I mean, that's out in the public. Him making these comments or, you know, public comments and, and the response has been relatively public. But the point is that whether or not he got attacked or not, that's what he alleged. And, and so he took 25,000 people and marched on Russia. Mm. Yeah. yeah so. The plot thickens. Yeah, yeah. So he took a major Russian control center, took, took it over, and uh, his plan was to march to Moscow. And that that ended up getting uh, canceled. They, they, he he had to make a deal with uh, with the leader of Belarus, Al- Alexander Lukashenko, um, the Belarusian president, because him and the Belarusian president were old buddies. They'd known each other for twenty years, and so anyway, they made a deal for him to go into exile in Belarus in order to avoid, you know, death in Russia. And <laughs> and his troops were given the choice to either enlist in the regular army or or go with them into exile. Um, but in any case, the, the rebellion was put down, the civil war didn't happen. And But still, though, there's been a lot of chatter. Everybody's speculating on what this means, you know, what what just happened. Did Russia just lose, you know, 25,000 fighting men? It, how is this going to impact the front lines? Is this, does this mean there's divisions in the ranks, you know, et cetera, et cetera? That's what I was thinking. If they're squabbling, that's a good thing, right? Oh, absolutely. When your enemy is fighting amongst themselves, you just step back and let them fight. You exactly. Know, you don't you don't want to lose any any sleep over that shit. But the news has been full of interesting stuff lately and I've and unless I've, they're tossing around nuclear weapons, of course. But yeah. Well, and that is always one of our biggest concerns is what's gonna happen when if if Russia were to destabilize um, it's not a question then of whether Putin is going to fire a nuke. It's who's going to be in control, what's going to shake out, you know, where the nuke's going to go, who's going to have control of the nukes. Are they going to be, you know, shipped off to other countries, you know, whatever. Like this when the Soviet Union. We should let that North Korean dude run it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kim 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 Jong-il? Un. He's the, he, yeah, it might be on. He's the, the the it's the numbers. That's there's Kim Jong first, second, third. That's all they are. They're Kim Jong. Oh, that makes more second. Yeah, uh, sense. yeah. It's just the Korean, North Korean. Well, numbers. hopefully, Un is one. Then you would like, think, but I don't know. Uno or unit or I'm trying to remember what the current one is, but either way, they're all Kim Jong something. Um, but yeah, he's this latest one is about as bad as they get, but. Yeah, let him. I think we should let the North Korean leader run everything. I mean, what the hell? It's not like climate change isn't going to get us eventually anyway, or any of the other. I think climate change might not get us as quick if we're being run by the leader of a communist country who believes that everyone should live in austerity except him. Is austerity poverty? Pretty much, yeah. It's belt tightening, buddy. (laughs) 
just you know, tighten your belt. You don't need all that shit. You can get Pull by yourself with less. Up by your own bootstraps and all that good. You can get by with less. Um, a hard I've day's been, work for a hard day's wages or something. Yeah, something like that. I've been hearing a lot of stuff. I, I just I haven't been making notes, so my uh, my notes are a little bleak right now. Just gonna have to rely oh, on uh, sad, rely on anecdotes and notes. stories. But we did have a we did have a Supreme Court justice, another Supreme Court justice, who failed to declare expensive gifts from right wing donors. No way! I am shocked. Yeah, Samuel Alito. Well, actually, I'm shocked that we found out. But apart yeah. from that, I'm not shocked. Well, he claimed that he he didn't have to disclose, uh, and and he is correct, and he does not have to disclose food, lodging, and sort of hospitality. Like if someone just you know offers you a place to stay for the weekend or something and gives you food, I guess that's okay. I mean, that seems like a gift to me, something maybe you should report depending on who it is giving it to you. But in the, I guess if you're really rich, these things don't mean anything. But he wasn't supposed to not report this because he got free airfare to Alaska for a fishing trip. And, you know, they put him up in an expensive, you know, lodge and served caviar and expensive wine and all this. And he didn't report anything. And anyway, so, of course, it's it's not even about this anymore because... There are so many egregious violations. You know, they're not all on the right, but most of them. Well, let's put it this way: if they're on the right, if the if the violations are, you know, in conservative justices or conservative politicians or whatever, then the conservatives just say, "Oh, well, that was nothing. Doesn't that's no big deal." You know, I mean, when Sanchez, you know, George Sanchez was lying about everything. They're like, well, you know, everybody tells a fib once in a while. People just dress up their resume here and there. Well, sure. I mean, they're hypocrites. Yeah. Yeah. It's just funny, though, because when someone on the left does something that's, you know, really kind of trivial, they're just all over it. There was a a thing that somebody posted on Twitter from Fox News where they were going on about how the... uh, this person had lied to the American people. He had done this, that, and it just went on and on. It sounded like they were talking about our buddy, you know, Mr. Trump, right? And then, no, they were talking about the um, the guy they just sanctioned in the House of uh, the, the the House of Representatives. Um, oh, the dude you talked about last week. Yeah, I think so. So anyway, they were they were talking about him. Because, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, of course we sanctioned him because, you know, we he did this, this, and this. And all the things they listed were things that, that Donald Trump Kevin had, McCarthy? Yeah, Kevin. No, no, that's, no, Kevin McCarthy is the speaker. This was, um, this was a, a Democrat who was on oh, the, who was on the committee. Right. He's, he happened to be one, someone who spoke out against Trump a little more loudly than some of the others did. Um, I, I know his name and. It would come to me, but the the funny thing is though they're describing him, and it sounds like they're describing Trump, and then they're yeah. like, and then they're like, and the Democrats are okay with this, and it's like, oh come on, <laughs> you just described your guy, except your guy was a fuck of a lot worse, right? Like right. like and not only that, but the things that they said that 
Oh, what's his name? Anyway, whatever his name is, he's he's a prominent person in the House of Representatives on the Democrat side. He's he would probably be a, a speaker if if the Democrats were in control. But it doesn't matter. The point I'm getting at is that it's it's like the whatever sins he's guilty of are pretty trivial compared to Mr. Trump. So Mr. Trump has been sticking his foot in his mouth nonstop. You know he yeah. How's that drama going? Is that being like televised or? Well, it hasn't really started yet. And, and and they're not oh, okay. the only, they haven't started the trial. They're still doing discovery and and the um the apparently the prosecution wanted to keep the witnesses against Trump a secret, probably for their own protection. But the judge, the judge they've got on this is the same judge that ruled that Trump could have a special master and that the DOJ couldn't have access to the documents. You know when they were originally. Um, looking into the documents in the first place. And then she was overruled by a, an appellate court, and everybody said she was an idiot for for ruling that way and because it seemed like she was basically just siding with Trump. So we still have, oh, Eileen Cannon is her name. At least her name comes to mind. Um, <laughs> but but she's, they're kind of watching her because they don't know if she's like a, she is a Trump appointee, and she's a very young judge, and she doesn't have any court, she didn't have any, judging experience before Trump appointed her. So she's a very inexperienced mm-hmm. judge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in any case, they there are still people who speak highly of her, not just not just on the right, but people who have worked with her and said she's she's smart, she's fair, you know, so so we're still waiting to see what's going to happen, but she just recently ruled against the prosecution saying, "Hey, you can't keep your witnesses secret, you know, before the trial." which the prosecution wanted to do because they didn't want these witnesses to be harassed and threatened and whatever. Um, I had a question now. I don't remember it. Uh-huh. Uh, what is what is the charge exactly? Against Trump, 37 counts of, uh, of uh, I think, it, it has to do with secret documents, but I think it's more that he wouldn't turn them over, like he refused to turn them over, so... So it's basically So it's all about the documents and nothing really about January sixth or any of that. This stuff. trial this trial is about the documents. That's what yes. I'm asking. Yeah, yeah, that's all this is about. It's about it's about him withholding and, the documents, lying, obstructing because you know, he okay. he lied to the uh the DOJ. He said he didn't have stuff, he did, he you know, he's right. you know, and, all that stuff. And what's yeah. at stake? Like what happens if he's guilty of this stuff? Not much. Um I mean he could go to prison. But he this and this was interesting to me. If he's convicted of a federal felony, he is not disqualified from running for president. Of course, you're just disqualified from voting. I I know you can you can still run. You just can't vote. Well, that varies from state to state as to whether or not you can vote after you've been convicted of felony. But it's still though it's just weird that he can. States that I've lived, he can. Yeah, most states are that way. That's this is. But still though, he's 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 allowed to run for president. And you know, if he were to win the election, which he will not win in a fair election, but that does not mean he will not win, given the way we've had gerrymandering, given the way the laws have been interpreted, given the the strategy the Republicans are working on to basically just send their own electors to Congress, regardless of who the people vote for and all that stuff. But having said all that, if he did win the election, um, which again is still possible— 
even though he will not get the popular vote. He is, he didn't get the popular vote in 2016. He got less of the popular vote in 2020 um, and didn't get the Electoral College vote in 2020, obviously, either. But um, he would probably do even worse now in terms of the popular vote. But if he were to win the election, I hate to keep going around in circles here, but if he were to win the election, he could pardon himself. Or at least some people <laughs> think he could pardon himself. So, <laughs> Or he thinks he can pardon himself. That's yeah. probably the only reason he's running. Um, so have you heard of this? I heard through the grapevine that if the, you know, Republican nominee is Trump and the Democratic nominee is Biden, that there's a growing movement to run a mixed ticket, like a joint Republican and Democrat effort. That would be cool. To to run... To run a sane person, just to run someone who actually has a heartbeat? To run two, hopefully, sane people, one Republican, one Democrat. Oh, um, oh like vice and, president, and so, president? Right. So basically, you're, you're put, placing it in opposition to, you know, the, the but BS. It's, a, it's like a nonpartisan candidate, basically. Kind like, of, yeah. like you're not voting Republican or Democrat. You're voting against the bullshit. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> yeah, no, I. that's a great idea if it could be done. Have you heard of that? No, I've not heard a thing. No. Well, we should get, where's the research lady? We should get her on that. I am pretty sure yeah. she's MIA. I think she decided it was a dead end career path. She never answered what, my last podcast? inquiry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well... I mean, I've spoken you know, to her. It's not like she's dead or anything. I'm not making very much money off of this. No, no, I'm afraid none of us are. <laughs> I can't even hire a dishwasher. But, See? Uh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. We need Patreon. Come on. Well, no, 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 no. Because how do we do a Life <laughs> know, is Hard just... podcast if we're living it up, man? Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. I mean, this is, this is, this is, we have to have the austerity on our side. We have to be like, oh God, life is hard. You using that word again. I know, no, but that can be, even that's a good word. Like we have lots of good word. We should have our own word of the year. I think remind me of that in the six months when we're looking back at the year, we're going to pick our own word from our podcast throughout the year. Sure. Or maybe even a top ten. Sure, that would be fun. that would be fun. Do you believe we're almost halfway through this year? Oh yeah, it's just I nuts, know. man. I, I know. And and I just realized today. I know I'm a little slow. But I realized today that this is 2023. This year yes. is January. This year was the 30 year anniversary of my business. Oh, congratulations! Yeah, I just totally forgot. <laughs> Well, there you go. Didn't even mark the date. Didn't even go, wow, 30 years. I remember 25. Just another day at work. Yeah, I think I made some note of it at 25 when I hit the 25-year mark because quarter of a century, you know. Well, before the summer is up, we will have crossed for the podcast, what, eight years? The eight years. Yeah, I just deleted a recording we made like 12 years ago. When we were thinking about doing a podcast. Wow. Yeah. You keep hold of a lot of stuff. I just it's too bad it. you just deleted it because I just became interested in that. 
Well, I'm sure there's a backup copy somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) I have no doubt there's a backup. I wonder what we talked about. It was just a long recording, and uh, it was in it was in a folder called Rob's Radio Show or something like that. And we were rambling nice. on for a long time. <laughs> it was a very long audio file, and I was like, "I wonder if I should listen to this." And I'm like, "No, <laughs> I don't oh, you. you definitely should have." But I you have. I'm sure I have should backups. have posted it on the website. There's no uh, nothing left. On Look, the website. I have no. nothing that is only in one place. So when I deleted it, it wasn't like this is going to be gone forever. It was I just don't need this on my laptop right now. Gotcha. It's all good. I'm just teasing you anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. So. Dead air. A needle pulling thread. Yeah. La, a note to follow, so. There's Tea, a-, a drink Doug made before the podcast. Yes, mint, mint tea. Uh, oh, oh, I had a, there's another little anecdotal story here. I had my at first ever Red Bull this morning. I, I, that's weird that you say that because I was telling people, I don't know why it's been around me a lot lately, but they are shocked to learn that I've never, ever, ever had a Red Bull or any energy drink for that matter. Well, the so reason, you just had your first one? Yeah, the reason this came up was because I was reading a, a medical study where they said that, I believe it's Tulene or something like that, T-O-U-L-I-N-E. Taurine. Taurine. T-A-U-R-I-N-E, which I always heard was bull sperm. Yeah, well, it's supposed to be good for you. Like, it's supposed to... I've heard that as well. It's supposed to increase your longevity. They said that it would help you live longer. And... I don't want to live forever, but I wouldn't mind being... Anyway, I just bought some because I thought, well, it's got this stuff in it and it's... I'm curious... Well, I was just curious how... What it would do for me. Like if it would actually give me a higher energy level, if it would be better than coffee. Just curious. Like, I mean, because it's got calories and it's got this, you know, taurine in it. It's got the vitamin B12 and, you know, vitamin whatever it's just the idea that it's like this is supposed to be you know according to the what's the energy from caffeine is that what it's there's caffeine in it also but there's but i don't remember if i had vitamin e or what but there's some other things that would give you energy vitamin b12 is is good for you just things that you know well the calories too so when you just drink coffee right your body's relying on whatever other sources of calories you have it jacks you up but it doesn't have any energy right unless you add sugar to it um so this has got, you know, 110 calories in a little 8-ounce can. So it's going to give you both a calorie and a caffeine boost and other things too. But I didn't, honestly, I wanted to take a nap after I drank it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't, and my head didn't really, like later it kicked in. I could tell it kicked in later and my head felt a little weird. But it wasn't a good feeling. It was kind of like, I thought I might get a headache, but I didn't get a headache. And then I thought I felt a little bit, oh, what's the feeling? How do you describe this? Maybe when you're when you're kind of like coming off of being sick or something and you still have that sort of a little bit of a lightheaded feeling. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like that. I think I think that's kind of the feeling I get from speed, but it wasn't as bad as speed. I, I took speed once in my life and it 
gave me a really weird head, feeling in my head, and it was kind of like that, except a lot less, a lot less extreme. You had the need for the speed, need. yeah. No, that was a for funny story. Speed. So I had a cousin who was uh, who was you know into all kinds of stuff, and she was a dealer, and I was out doing something where I was up all night, and uh, she was around involved some I don't even remember what the backstory is I just remember that she said to me she goes well here's something you can take that'll keep you awake right and I knew that she dealt in some you know interesting chemistry but I thought well I mean it's just you know she wouldn't give me anything that's gonna kill me right (laughs) I would hope I took well I love my cousin she's a sweetheart well but Um, maybe not knowingly you know yeah yeah well I took it and let me tell you, I was wired. <laughs> I was, I was fucked up. I mean, I was high performance, buddy. I was like alert as hell. But my my, um, I don't know if you've ever had this feeling, but my scalp was crawling, like it felt like my hair was moving. Hmm. And and I swear to God, I was sure other people could see my hair moving. So <laughs> I was a little paranoid. <laughs> I was was like trying to convince myself to just that, that this was just my imagination, that it was just a sensation that it wasn't real, that my hair wasn't actually crawling around in my head. And (laughs) (laughs) I managed to get through work and it wasn't, you know, like I said, I was definitely in work mode, man. I was, I was on the, just a cutting edge, but when it was all over, when I came down from that, I said, never again, never fucking again. Am I doing that shit? But let me tell you, it is a trip. But Red Bull, not same effect. No, Red Bull, not even close. Not even no. fucking close. No, if you really want that, if you really have the need for speed, talk to my cousin. Tell her you want the little red pill. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I um, I was surprised, though, because, you know, I was expecting something. I was expecting a bit of a buzz, you know, a bit of a kick. You know, like it was morning. I drank it in the morning. I just instead of having my regular coffee, I just had a Red Bull, and I thought, well, let's see what this does. And yeah, I don't like. It. I didn't like it. I just didn't like it. Like it just wasn't even good. It wasn't. I didn't feel energetic, and I didn't feel good. So I was like, fuck this. Yeah, I think I tasted it before too, and it's not good either. Well, the taste like, wasn't terrible. that way. It was. It's carbonated. It's got like a citrus kind of taste to it. It's. I mean, it wasn't bad. It just was. No, 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 yeah, no. I'm not doing it. I. It's not exciting. You can get taurine in a freaking gummy, probably. Oh, I'm sure. Now that they've discovered that taurine is good for you, every health food store on the planet will have. Yeah. Some, you know, some. Why? When? Why is it good for you? Supposedly, it it's uh it boosts your longevity. It cuts down like cell death. It you know your cells live longer. You you just live longer. But you they know. don't know why exactly. Well, they don't even know if it applies to humans. They've tested it in lab rats, right? I mean, it's not. It's too hard to uh, test this stuff in people because how do you do that? Like, how do you measure how long someone's going to live other than waiting for them to die? <laughs> You know, but you can do it with mice because they only live, you know, a short period of time and you can do studies and see, you know, control right, group and, right, right, right. you know, whatever. So, yeah, it's, this is all speculative. So, if speculative. you are a vegan, are you allowed to drink Red Bull? I don't even know. I don't, I, yeah, I don't. Does bull sperm count as? 
if it meat. really if it really were bull sperm then no it would not be vegan but i doubt that it's bull sperm i mean i just I read a fucking man i just read a fucking article in a science you know medic medical you know journal about the the possible the benefits, you know, effects, of, taurine, benefits of it they, they didn't, didn't they didn't mention it, mention it being bull sperm yeah. <laughs> oh, i love that anyway <laughs> on that note you know i'm probably gonna have to sign off here but this has been fun and we need uh, the research lady to figure this crap out yeah well uh, you know if she were here then life may may not be so hard but it life is hard it is but it could be worse maybe we'll get like multiple correspondents oh yeah put them on a rotation life is hard but it could be worse